All right, welcome to the Insured Connection. This is your host, Dr. Adrian Ross. Um, happy to have you back on with us, and I am really, really excited to bring on, if you hadn't had a chance to listen to a prior podcast with Dr. Luke Ciccinelli, I would encourage you to do so, but we brought him on. He has the, the, uh, the acumen to be able to speak on many different topics, and today we're going to be talking a little bit about um, kind of the power of having a second language. Um, in your tool set and how does that relate to patient empathy and your powers of communication and how that plays into our role as whether you're an attorney, a physician or whatnot, um, but, but uh, how does that add to us? So Dr. Ciccinelli, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I, I enjoy the format. You're a perfect host for this. Thank you. And, seriously. And uh, so I'm happy to be here. So fire away and I'll share whatever bubbles to the top as I usually do. Absolutely. So <laughs> I love it. I love this format because we're so organic about it. So anyone who who's listening to this, if you don't already know, there's Dr. no script, there's no script, <laughs> there's no script whatsoever. So if you don't know Dr. Ciccinelli, he I'm going to let him introduce a little bit, but tell us a little bit about where you live, what foreign language do you speak and just just tell us a little bit about you. Sure. So I live in Spain right now. We're in Malaga and we We've lived there, my wife and I, with three children for the last eight years. We've been working with the Spaniards for 30 years now, and it's the third time we've lived in Spain. So my wife's native language is Spanish from Puerto Rico, second language for myself. Now, you know, since 1994 is when I learned Spanish after residency training. So we wanted that experience for our children. We wanted our children to get out of the comfort zone. Uh, they didn't necessarily want that, but we wanted that for them as parents. <laughs> And so it's been very uh, rewarding, successful, and, you know, a second language, the mm -hmm. cultural sensibility. I like the word cultural intelligence. We all have kind mm -hmm. of grown up with IQ for cognitive intelligence, EQ for emotional intelligence, and CQ got on my radar about 10 years ago as a term. Sure. And uh, we embraced that completely. And it's mm -hmm. through immersion, second languages, travel. Mm -hmm but really living somewhere, you know, sure. on site. And uh, so that's what we've done. And it's all been through, I think we talked about this in the last podcast mm -hmm. or the prior one about, you know, we haven't like uh, tapped out, you know, we're doing it through podiatric medicine and surgery. You know, sure. you know, I didn't quit and become a, you know, a yoga instructor or a, uh, you know, open a gym, <laughs> you know, we're still doing it through our profession. And so it's, it's phenomenal. You know, mm -hmm. if we talk about communication with patients and colleagues, Sure. Teaching, mentoring, mm -hmm. organizations, other professional people, mm -hmm. certainly patients and their families. Uh, so that's our kind of background. It's uh, it's just really been a real passion of ours. Mm -hmm. I like the word Dharma. Some people mm -hmm. kind of use that word in the like Vedic Vedic sciences. Dharma is a big like you know purpose. You know what's your calling? Sure. Vocation. Mm -hmm. And language just fits into that, of course, in our relationship, my wife and I as well, so her yeah. family. So so it's funny. I, I love talking with you about a foreign language, particularly because both of us speak a second language, mm -hmm. you know, and in my experience, and you can echo this if this is true, that I know when I'm speaking to a patient in whether it's Mandarin or whatnot, automatically their thought is, wow, you are immersing yourself into my culture and getting on my level. And it's 
verbal and nonverbal communication. What can you speak to that and even the patient interaction? Well, first of all, they immediately relax. And in the and, and you know obviously we're here you know we're you know we're talking about podiatric medicine surgery we're here with pica we're talking sure. about defending ourselves doing the best job for patients being you know proactively thinking about how we interact with other people they immediately relax mm -hmm. so the communication is more fluid mm -hmm. it it's more effective and the art of life is communication anyway I yes. mean when things are working well it's because there's you know, people are understanding each other. <laughs> when things are not going so smoothly, uh, there's a failure to communicate here. So the, to the effect that we communicate well mm -hmm. and with people that we don't speak their language as a native language or they don't speak ours, the demonstration of our effort or our ability, and we still make... You know, even within our mistakes, mm -hmm. our mistakes are actually accepted and and actually celebrated because the effort is there. Yes. And so, you know, we talked last night at the at the dinner about mm -hmm. how my experience with international doctors, particularly orthopedic surgeons, because that's the wheelhouse of our profession and what I've done over there, plus, of course, podiatrists, but specifically around Europe and the Middle East, I see this tremendous kind of, of undercurrent of humility mm. because all the courses are taught in English, and English is a second language for every single one of them, yes. okay? And they frequently speak three or four languages, and yet the, it's mandated, you know, in these international courses that language is the language of the course. So what I realized is just that when you're out there speaking in another language, even though the subject matter is the same, you know, foot and ankle surgery and medicine, the anatomy is the same, sure. the bones are the same, the surgical procedures are similar and so forth, but the language, you're already communicating with something that is not necessarily what you grew up speaking as your first language. And so on that, that communication side, you recognize their humility. Mm -hmm. And then with your own efforts at a second language or a third language or whatever, multiple languages, you become more humble because yes. people accept your mistakes and, yes. when, and, and, and the world is a mirror. The world's a mirror. I, you know, that's one of my favorite effect. lines. The world's a mirror. And Truly. when you are making mistakes and people are accepting them mm -hmm. and still you're still talking, you're yes. still communicating, then you are more open and you yeah. relax mm -hmm. when they're struggling or say some words and, and different things that you might have phrased differently. So... You know, with the patients, uh, you know, they relax, they embrace it, and they share. Yes. You know, the bottom line with patient care is letting the patient tell you what's wrong with them. Yep. And we spend such a brief amount of time in the United States mm -hmm. um, with our patients mm -hmm. that they don't necessarily get a chance to share exactly what's wrong with them. And I always mm -hmm. tell patients myself, and I have this liberty in Spain, which is one of the reasons that I wanted professionally to do, besides the family reasons, mm -hmm. the profession I wanted to pivot as well because mm -hmm. I could then spend more time with patients because I just work privately. Sure. And I tell them all the time, I said, you live with your problem 24-7 mm -hmm. and we spend 
anywhere, depending on time or where we are, where we are in, the, in the world, mm -hmm. you know, from five minutes to, I mean, I have the luxury there to spend 45 minutes to an hour with a new patient who's already seen a bunch of people and so sure. forth. So, but in a 45 minute, you know, conversation on an initial visit or an hour, mm -hmm. you know, you, you learn what really their problems are mm -hmm. and how it in fact impacts their life. Mm -hmm. So when you're doing all that in their language and so forth, and even here in the United States, if you are making an effort at a second language for your the people in your community, it doesn't mm -hmm. have to be Spanish. Spanish is certainly probably the most useful. Sure. But you know, I've got colleagues and friends who speak Greek and they speak Russian mm -hmm. and they speak Portuguese mm -hmm. and they're in communities where they've identified that demographic and mm -hmm. it's wonderful. And you you may have, I don't know if you have you know, Chinese speaking patients, right? So yeah. like attracts like in that fashion. Mm -hmm. And it's a great way uh, to also build some, uh, you know, build some nice relationships in private practice and, yeah. and make the, you know, the practice more diverse and make the mm -hmm. pie bigger and so forth. But people appreciate it yeah. and they share more and then you can help them more. Yeah. You can help them more because your sensibilities start to approximate mm -hmm. more theirs rather than this kind of be always this little bit of distance between, well, you know, especially like say, you know, Southwest United States, if there's a lot of, oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, native Spanish speakers or yes. Florida, mm -hmm. you know, so yeah. you become a more effective communicator and the more effective communicator you are, I think you're a more effective practitioner. You are. Right? I mean, it's, just, it's really that simple. And then it goes into our personal lives as well. And I always love the blend of the harmony of work <laughs> and life. It's a, it's a, it's an or I always call it an orchestra. Uh, <laughs> That's always, a great way to say it. It is. A, it's an orchestra. You know, mm -hmm. there's some, certain instruments are playing at certain mm -hmm. times, and they may be on a riff or a run for you know, sure. a, you know, more at certain points in in, mm -hmm. a, in a musical piece than others. But it all mm -hmm. harmonizes, and it's all it's all the same kind of yeah. song. It's interesting because whether you're, I've noticed whether you're dealing with clients or you're dealing with patients, where it's dentistry or chiropractic medicine or podiatry, whatever it may be, I've, I've come to realize that, like you said, that communication is just so vital. So what advice would you give, you know, young physicians coming out, young practitioners, med students? Because they always come and ask me, well, you know, this job offered me a position, but they said they really need a Spanish speaking, you know, practitioner in this area. And maybe if I learned a little bit, how do you, what would you advise them on as far as, oh, just learning a few things versus immersing themselves in the culture? Okay, so if they're not going to, you know, pack up and move to another country and fully immerse, sure. the way that I have recommended mm -hmm. to people that might help you would be community college, mm -hmm. um, medical Spanish type courses. Mm. So, you know, if they're, if, by asking you, they're identifying that that is an interest that they'd like to pursue. Mm -hmm. So right there, that becomes to me like a hobby, right? Mm -hmm. Hey, so make that a hobby. And I believe our hobbies mm -hmm. make us more complete people mm -hmm. and doctors mm -hmm. anyway. Mm -hmm. So I would say, well, embrace that hobby. And now go find in your community and a, the community college curriculums and night courses. Mm. You know, just like ACFES is, you know, the perpetual or continual learners, sure. right? Sure. We all are as well in different ways and should mm -hmm. be in our own lives. Mm -hmm. So this is a perfect one. Go to your local community college and see what their courses are, their curriculum is for nighttime, night school, you know, mm -hmm. adult, adult learning. Sure. 
find a medical language uh, intensive course. It doesn't even have to be intensive. You could take it through a whole semester. Sure. And jump right in because although the richness of the language is not just um, like sector specific, you know, mm -hmm. like just medicine sure. or business, business or sure. whatever, that's not the richness of the language. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I thoroughly enjoy Spanish for I, you know, I like poetry, I mm -hmm. like music, so I have a lot of different things I like to mm -hmm. learn about and that interest me. But to have a focused approach, because someone's asked you about how could they relate to their patients, mm -hmm. well, then just get to a medical Spanish course yep. and learn the basics mm -hmm. so that you can start to communicate. And then what happens with languages is there's a snowball effect. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have to put in the time. Mm -hmm. But once you learn things, mm -hmm. then that is a base that starts to build fairly frequently, Absolutely. particularly when it's so specific a topic like, mm -hmm. you know, foot and ankle, mm -hmm. you know, dolor, mm -hmm. you know, donde, donde le duele. <laughs> so, <laughs> me arden. <laughs> so you, you know, you can get pretty comfortable pretty quickly. Yeah. I mean, it's energy in, result out, right? Right. So, you know, nothing happens just magically. You know, you don't sure. put headphones on and go to bed and wake up speaking Spanish. I wish it could happen that <laughs> way, but no. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Well, we're, we're getting that direction, Yeah, yes. maybe, you know, I don't know, AI or virtual reality or... Uh -huh. But anyway, that's what I would say. I'd say yeah. get to the community college, get okay. to... Uh, you know, I have Dr. Alan Banks, a great friend. Alan yeah. uh, is very proficient in Spanish, and he's had a private teacher for years. I mean, Alan does super in Spanish. He's a very, lifelong learner. Yes, absolutely, he? absolutely. Truly. And so he's an example of someone who has for years, I'm mm -hmm. sure he's still doing it, I, I think he is, but mm -hmm. at least for many years, mm -hmm. he had like weekly sessions with a, a native speaker. And, you know, and they would, you know, read articles and different things that don't, don't necessarily have to do with medicine. Sure. So there's a lot of ways, mm -hmm. like everything in life. Mm -hmm. You know, I always tell people, like to our kids, mm -hmm. it's there are only three questions. Is it a priority? Do you have the time? Yeah. And do you have the money? Yes. And all you have to do is go down the list. And I'm sure I probably said that in the other podcast. Yeah. But I'll repeat it because someone came up to me in the hall yesterday and said, said what, were that, what were those three things again? I'm like, well, if you're asking me the three things, uh, then maybe we have a bigger issue because there's only three. Is it a priority? Do you have the time? Do you have the money? Yes. And you just go down the list. If it's a yeah. priority, well, you'll do it. Yes. Then you say, well, do I have the time? Well, if you don't have the time, well, then you can stop right there. Yeah. And hopefully you'll have time another time. Yeah. If you do have the time, well, then you'll go to the next. Do you have mm -hmm. the money? You know, does it make sense mm -hmm. right now? Mm -hmm. So it's the same with language. Yeah. And what you have to do, too, in those conversations with colleagues and friends is mm -hmm. you have to turn the table back around. You tell them, this is what I would do. Mm -hmm. And then they got to, you know, they will determine whether they mm -hmm. truly want to do it. But yeah. the benefits are, are limitless. The benefits are limitless, and no it just kidding. opens up your world. It does. You just learn. You just, you just, you know, we can paint ourselves into a corner very quickly in our profession. Sure. In most professions, you know, you just sure. paint, 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 and then you're in the corner. And you're like, well, how do I get out of this without <laughs> stepping on everything I just painted? And so, alternative interests that synergize into the daily flow. Mm are really important. Another line I like is the days can drag on, but the years fly by. Mm. And when you say that, everyone's like, man, that's really true. It is true. And I learned that from a colleague who came to Podiatry Institute course years ago, a mini mm -hmm. residency, and I asked him at the end of the, we were giving like a 
almost like a leaving the nest kind of intensive thing to the residents. Mm -hmm. You know, they're all getting ready to graduate. And, and at the end of this four days, we had some colleagues who were there because it was a mini mm -hmm. residency. So I said, I said, let's go around. We had a little dinner party at a house party one night, mm -hmm. like the final night. Invited some faculty, Dr. McGlarmy, Dr. Banks, Louis Jimenez, mm -hmm. and these other podiatrists. And so at the end of the night, I said, go, I said, let's go around the circle. Give the residents who are graduating like one take home, uh, like what you've learned in your like 25, 30 years of practice. And one mm -hmm. of the guys said, self-control and the days can drag on, but the years fly by. And I've never forgotten it. And I always said, that's a great, great, great line. And what he was talking about was how, you know, you're in the office, mm -hmm. everything's kind of urgent. You got someone complaining in the waiting room, they're mm -hmm. waiting too long and this and that. And he said, but you know, you gotta stay in control and then realize that everything, you know, may on a daily basis kind of feel like it's, you know, such a, you know, kind of a, a process. But the years can go by. So if you have an interest, a second language, you that 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 so that, that, that a lights a little spark in you. Yeah. Don't wait. Yeah. Don't wait to to find where you can start to do that. Mm. And then everything else, you know, opens up. Communication. You the more the more effective we are at communicating. Mm -hmm the more we can help others and people can understand us. So I completely agree. I will tell you that it's, it is really, really interesting to me how many doors <clears throat> being able to speak a foreign language, specifically Spanish, but obviously there are others, what that can do for you. And I've seen residents come through the program and they've gone to Korean communities yeah. or Hispanic communities. And because there's no other provider that can do what they can do, they end up taking over the territory, you know, and it's amazing. And that's even without all of the benefits that you just said. Um, There's a connection. Patients connect. Yes. Patients connect. Yes. You're, you're more approachable. Mm -hmm. They sense you as being more empathetic. Yes. And then even if you aren't, yep. all of a sudden you're like, it's true. You, it the, is the world, so the, true. The, 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 the world once again is a mirror. What people see in you, you start to see in yourself. Mm -hmm. And, and so, it's a very, uh, it's a very kind of a personal growth, mm. uh, kind of you know reinforcement sure. and positive energy and sure. positive, uh, positive posturing. You know, you, yeah. you you feel good and you feel part of something bigger than yourself, which is the community, and then mm -hmm. they see that in you. So valuable. Yeah. It is valuable, I mean, it's um, the reason why I had chose this topic specifically. You is because I know that Pika has taken a strong interest and not just you know inclusion but also in how do we protect our physicians and communication is a really big part of that as you said and then the other aspect we always talk about being human and adding the human experience the human aspect to it and learning a foreign language introduces humility yeah. and really does just set that afire as far as the human the humanity of it all and i love that um, with that said, though, I would love for all of our listeners to hear something from you. I want you to say something because I, I mean, truly, for those of us that speak Spanish, the way you speak is so fluid, you know, and I think a lot of our listeners who are genuinely are Spanish speakers and who understand would appreciate you saying something in Spanish. Bueno, entonces te contesto en español y seguro que la diferencia que notan ellos es mi acento es de España sí de Madrid porque ahí yo aprendí el idioma por mezclar con los españoles entonces 
eso suena distinto quizás uh -huh. a Latinoamérica uh -huh. o al español del Caribe o algo, pero sí. España, castellano, eso es lo que hablo y donde trabajo. Uh -huh. y Entonces, seguro que tiene su, como, no sé, su chispa. Me su encanta chis, el chispa. acento, sí. <risa> <risa> Me encanta el acento. Es una aventura maravillosa. Y having learned Spanish en España, sí. Uh, with immersion was what set up all this, uh, you know, later opportunity mm -hmm. to continue to work there because, mm -hmm. and maybe we can conclude if you're with the time, I, I'm sure, but sure. when you talk about communication and connection, mm -hmm. they love mm -hmm. that I have their accent. Absolutely. They love that. And that right away to patients, but also colleagues. Yep. It's like, well, we, we, where's Luke? We need Luke. And, <laughs> and, and he still has an American accent. And they always tell me, mm -hmm. don't ever lose that accent, though. because And I can't anyway, because I learned Spanish at like 30 years old after the residency. So there's no way I'm never going to speak without still having that American accent. But that actually for them and patients too is a yeah. little bit of the novelty of it as well. Yeah. Which also keeps me humble and always, you know. Okay, there I, you go again with well, the humility. Well, but I always say yes. I'm still, you know, I, a foreign language that's not your own native language, mm -hmm. you will continue learning the rest of your life. Yes. You're still going to make mistakes. You're still yes. going to say something and somebody's going to look at you a little weird and you're going to go, ah, okay. Of course. I didn't course. exactly conjugate that verb right. Or I oh, used the I've word. never ever experienced that before. <laughs> Never at all. <laughs> so, but it's good that you, because I love yeah. that. I love that. Same, same. This has been good. Uh, for all of our listeners, again, thank you so much, Dr. Chickenelli. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. It's a great series, this whole podcast. And I've listened to the other ones that you've done. Thank you. I look for them and mm -hmm. I listen to them and they're great. And it's uh, such a, I hope that our you know, colleagues are all listening to them because yeah. it's really super to hear from all our other colleagues and, yeah. and your format's excellent. So, Thank and you. your demeanor is great. So my organicness. Yes. Yeah. Well, you're, you're friendly. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> Well, everyone, thank you so much again for listening. Again, this is the Insured Connection. You can look to the uh, PICO website um, and see when they air. Typically on Wednesdays is when we'll release them. Um, but yeah, just follow us and we will keep everything relevant for you for all of our lines. And again, um, thank you for joining us.